Okay, so now there is um, the follow-up question on war. Okay, on war. Now, so this is a very long question on war. You know, war battle, countries going to war. So long. Okay, so the question is about World War Two. When was World War Two? I don't know. <laughs> it's not that important. Alright, there was the Second World War, where the whole world went to war. And then there's also question about um, guerrilla warfare and ideology. Ideology. So here I think it's about ideology. Who knows who is Adolf Hitler? Do you study about him in school? No. Okay, how did you know about him? Are you sure it's the right one? Now, Adolf Hitler. Adolf, what did Adolf Hitler want to do? He wanted to kill all the Jews. He wanted to kill. The, he wanted to kill all the Jews. Now, Adolf Hitler, based on this question, um, actually, what's your question? <laughs> I don't understand what's your question. I have the whole thing here, but it's very long. Okay, I read to you. Rising to power. This is your school school homework, is it? <laughs> okay. Now, rising to power in an economically and pro politically unstable Germany, Adolf Hitler, who wants to create a pure German race, a pure German race, he rearmed the nation and signed strategic alliances with Italy and Japan to further his ambitions for world domination. So, Adolf Hitler wanted to create a pure race. Right? A race. You know what's a race? A race is like a group of people that, is, that in his mind is very pure, very special, with no defects. So he wanted to create that. All right? So here we have Adolf Hitler. Okay, Adolf Hitler. All right, now Adolf Hitler, he wanted to create a pure race. People that have what? Blue eyes, huh? Blue eyes, certain height, blonde hair, what else? Uh, that kind of thing. Blue eyes. Who have blue eyes? Okay, so if you don't have blue eyes, if Adolf Hitler lives now, we, he will kill all of us because we don't have blue eyes. Okay? So you take color pencil and hurry up, draw. <laughs> so so he, anyone that don't have blue eyes, not blonde hair, he wants to kill all of them. He only wants this kind of people on earth. Alright? So, but he's not blue eyes, right? Oh, so after he created, he got to kill himself. Okay. Now, he wanted to create that, so he started to form um, nations uh, to fight with, fight with him. Really. You see, for world domination. He wanted world dom domination. So he went to, well, he tried to go to war and all that. He declared war with Hitler's invasion of Poland. So he invaded Poland and drove Great Britain and France to declare war on Germany. Wow. Uh, and World War II began. And World War II had begun. So I'm not sure, what, what is it about? My question was, if they go to war for ideological reasons, like, because you say it's for self-defense, right? But then because Hitler was, the war was ideology-based, so okay. is it wrong? Okay, so if, is war based on ideology, right or wrong? What is ideology? You know what's ideology? Someone has an idea, I want it to be like that, and this is the ideal thing that we, we should have. So if his own idea, and he said this is ideal. Alright? So someone who wants to create a race that are like that, that's like that, then go around the world and kill all black hair, black eyed, green eyed, purple hair people. Is it okay to fulfill an ideology? Is it okay? Wow, it's a good purpose, right? The whole world, all the same race. Is it good or bad? Faith, what do you think? Good or bad? Or grace? Or faith is there? Don't think it's very good. Okay. Okay, so why do you ask about ideology? Maybe that's a question I'm not answering. Because when you say it previously on board, you say it's for self-defense, right? For self-defense. Was it right for the Allies to intervene when Germany invaded Poland? Oh, okay. So when Hitler is like that, is it? The moustache, right? <laughs> now, if, if Hitler conquered he went to attack Poland. Hitler Poland attacked Poland, then who helped Poland? Okay, UK and France came to rescue Poland. Alright? But but UK and France is not being attacked, right? 
So there's no self-defense involved. So is it okay for UK and France who are not being attacked to be busybody and get involved in the war? So that's your question, is it? That's the second part. Okay, first part first. Alright, so um, army men. Is it okay? It's okay. Why is it okay? It's indirectly self-defense. Indirectly self-defense. What do you mean? Hitler takes all then they attack you. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler, then he attacked here also. Yeah, um, but you're imagining that it's self-defense, no? So you just imagine, I imagine I think pastor want to hit me. Let me hit him first. <laughs> I better hit pastor first. I want Now this case is a case of what? It's a case of protecting the innocent okay in the bible very often now god is a god that always protects the innocent right and god cares for the those that are um, um, bullied always in fact god says when you farm when you collect all your fruits you must leave some for the poor for them to go and pick right so god always cares for them so god by character always tells us not to not to bully right the lesson here is don't don't be a bully he wants what he wants and he goes around bullying other nations same huh, boys and girls you want what you want don't bully other people to get it that's the point okay now so this is about helping the weak protecting the weak yes in a sense it will it may go to them as well but i don't think that's so much the case but protecting the weak protecting the innocent they are innocent they are being attacked so that is not evil What's the second part? The second part was if it had happened only in Germany, then it would be another country. I don't know. Because he's if it only happened in Germany. Okay, so now the second part. So within Germany, I don't know how Germany country look. Within Germany, okay? If he starts to do it in Germany, starts to kill his own people, is that what you're saying? Start to kill his own people, should Australia go in and help? I better don't. Okay. Should country X, Y, Z go in and help? Should or not? Shane? Should or not? Um, yes. Yes, why? It's the same principle. Alright, it's the same principle. So, so to some extent, there is like um, the world have United Nations and, and different bodies to make sure that there is no um, abuse of human I hate to say but human rights <laughs> abuse of human rights now of course you can take human rights to all sorts of extreme huh? but the, the, the decent stuff like kill for no reason kill because you have black eyes right? that is definitely wrong so it is the same principle okay, it's the same principle but then what if now, do we know the real intention of country X, Y, Z? Do we know the real intentions? We don't know, right? Right? So, so country X might be, that's why I don't name names. Country X might be, let's go in. This is our chance to topple the government and then our chance to make this country our, under our rule. Under the guise that I'm helping you. Right? So we may not know the intent. But if people declare the intent, you take that as the intent. But in, is it right if the country do this for the purpose of actually they wanted to invade this country? Of course it's wrong. Then it'll be wrong. Okay? Understand? Alright. So, so as soldiers, those in the army, what is your duty? You turn to Luke chapter 3. Luke chapter 3, verse 14. <laughs> Alright, Luke chapter 3, verse 14. Okay, let's read together. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, what shall we do? And he said unto them, Do violence to no man, 
neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. Now the soldiers asked um, the question, oh, if we, are, if we become Christians or what should we do? What should we do? And here is the answer that is, number one, don't do violence to any man. Number two, don't accuse any falsely. Number three, be content with your wages. These three things. Did you notice the Lord did not say, don't, uh, the Lord did not include, number four, resign from being a soldier. No, right? Did the Lord say it is wrong to be a soldier? No, the Lord did not say that. But it says, as a soldier, don't do these three things. Understand? Okay? Okay. Right? So you go back, don't, don't bully people for no reason. Eh, no, bullying is always wrong, whether it's reason or not. Don't bully people. Don't do violence to people. So, for example, if you defend a country, you ask to defend a country, then you stop people from attacking, maybe you stop the terrorists from attacking a country, then you capture the terrorists, right? Then you put all the terrorists in prison. What should you do? Torture them. Should you? Should you capture the terrorists? You should. Part of defense, correct? Should you, after capturing the, the terrorists, torture them? That is called doing violence to people. Okay, that's called doing violence to people. Even in wars, they have proper rules about how you treat your enemies, the prisoner of wars, okay? So do violence to no man. Don't accuse others falsely. Alright? No, the, 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 the enemy uh, or the terrorist wanted to attack me when, when he was in prison just because you want to beat up the guy. Alright? So always be righteous. You complain about your money, your, your salary? Are you sure? You sure? A few times over dinner, ah, yeah, they pay so little. Not enough for me to buy this and that from the supermarket. Say again. <laughs> okay, wow, you play with God's word. Ah. That is part of your wages. <laughs> as long as what they give you, right? Okay, I see a hand there. Yes. Uh, what about if you want to get information out of... Uh, you want to get information, so you waterboard the guy. No, 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 no. Uh, because um, if you want to get information that could aid you in protecting the innocent, so their next plan, the terrorist next plan. Why you keep winking at me? Don't, don't wink. <laughs> if you, are you trying to trick me with a question or what? No, 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 no. Okay. I thought you trying to trick me that I'm telling you this. I don't tell the others. So it is a real question. Yes. Okay. So it's a real question. Oh, okay. so, um, so there are other forms of, uh, it doesn't have to be physical torture, you can get into their mind to get information out of them. Okay, give me an example of what you mean get into their mind, I don't know. Like if you, you can have multiple uh, interrogators asking them the same thing and treating them under various stress conditions uh, mentally without physically hurting them. So if they can come up with the same response every time, find out if there's any holes in uh, their explanation and answers. Is that a Depends to what extent. Okay, the question is, can you ask questions and keep asking the same question? Do you, do, do you go home? Do you go home? Do you go home? Do you go home? Another person comes, do you go home? Do you go home? Right? Keep asking. Now, so is that considered mental stress, mental abuse? Well, it depends how you do it. Right? If you... If you purposely, if you do things that will cause the person to, to be emotionally abused and all that, of course it's wrong, right? But questioning techniques to keep asking until the, until the person finally uh, uh, makes a mistake and let out the truth, that is not wrong, right? So the main thing is you should not do mental, uh, mental and physical abuse that is really abuse. And abuse is, if you don't tell me, I will kill your children. Yeah. That kind of emotional blackmail. Of course it's wrong. Right? Okay, enough of all questions. Now, so main thing is this. Jesus says you cannot be a soldier. Go resign. No. Okay? Right? Now, the next thing. Turn to Romans chapter 13, verse 3. Romans chapter 13, verse 3.
Okay, Romans 13 verse 3. Okay, um, verse 3 and 4. Shall we read together? Romans 13, 3 and 4. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is a minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Alright? So this is God talking about responsibility towards governments and powers. Authorities in the country. What does God call authorities in the country? Ministers of God. God is the one that set up authorities in the country. Okay? Now, what are authorities in the country for? To ensure that you don't do evil. And what would God say when you do evil, what does He say about the, the rulers? Please look at verse 4. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword. Beareth not the sword in vain. So does God say that the government cannot... What's, what's bearing the sword mean? Benedict, what does bearing the sword mean? Carry out penalties and discipline. Alright? Why don't you use rod? Why don't you use stick? Sometimes the penalty requires the death penalty. Sword, no, sword. Alright, sword kills. So is it wrong for authorities when you do evil, at least from God's perspective, this is what God, God says, God does sanction the using of sword against those that do evil. Huh? So there are, and in the Bible there are, there are God does give principle. Right? Murder, death penalty. Do you think murder and the country use the sword to execute? You can use gun also, right? So this, this then don't have gun, huh? but basically execution. Do you think it's evil? What do you think? Jesslyn, uh, mm, do you think it is wrong for capital punishment to be executed? School project, right? Do you have this question in school? Yeah. No? yeah. Um, oh. I don't know because like in the Bible in some cases like like murder wasn't punished by like capital punishment. Mm -hmm. And at the same time like it's also murder. Right. Now in the Bible some cases which cases were not punished for murder? Not were not punished with capital punishment. Not sure. <laughs> How can you quote? Okay. Now, God, for a fact, you're correct. The second part is correct. God does sanction capital punishment. We know that. We read in the Old Testament. We see in the New Testament. God does say, use the sword. Alright? That God does sanction. But under what cases is the important thing? Murder is premeditated. Right? Manslaughter is not. Even in the Bible, manslaughter, there is no capital punishment. Okay, so, so we do know that God sanctions it. It is, not, it is not wrong. Now the question is this, Mabel. Is capital punishment wicked? Capital punishment is not wicked. Almost all school project capital punishment is wicked, I think. Why is it not wicked to you? It can be used to remind those who want to do the same, to cause fear in them that they won't do it. Yes, that's one. So is it wicked? Do you know what's capital punishment, uh, Ilim? You know what's capital punishment? Capital punishment with the capital P, you know? <laughs> 
Capital punishment means execution and it results in death. Okay, capital punishment. Now you understand? Okay, is it wrong for a country to execute capital punishment? Because here God says the government hold the sword. Means can be death. Is it wrong? Is it wrong? No, because it's in the Bible, right? So in God's eyes, he say fine. Yes, yeah, so one, it is not evil because it prevents people from lightly wanting to commit the crime of murder. Now what else? What else? Okay, now you understand what's capital punishment. Ilim, is capital punishment wicked and evil? Why no? I know you will say no, but why no? I should ask the second question straight away. Why no? Because God said we can, so you learned this morning, God is infinitely good. God is infinite in His truth, so God will never ask us to do anything evil. Okay, good. But one practical example. Wait, Claude. Okay, ask your daddy to help you. Claude, why is capital punishment not wicked, not evil? Because I think many students begin to think capital punishment is evil, means what God says is evil, you know? Right? Okay, so God chooses that this kind of sin, since He is the giver of life, He has the power to say, take life. Okay, but still people think it's a wicked thing, it's an evil thing. Is it an evil thing? Maybe Esther, is capital punishment evil? Um, I think if it's used correctly, it's not evil. Used correctly, it's not evil. But most people say, as long as it's capital punishment, is evil. How can you take a life? Some people can cause more lives to die if they are spared. That is very important. Capital punishment is not evil. Capital punishment is good. Capital punishment... This is a, this is a person that kills, that killed someone. Okay? And he can keep killing more. Have you known of that? Actually, you read in the newspapers very often, right? That's why a lot of public people are very upset. This is a serial killer. You just let him out. And then straight away, within a few hours, went on killing again. Like, hear it all the time. So, is capital punishment on this one person evil on the rest? Remember, capital punishment is for protection of others of others okay so of course you have to review but you cannot cannot categorically say all oh, capital punishment is evil correct so capital punishment when god implements it is always for the protection of the innocent for the innocent, yes Because they are human, they do make mistakes, and people, innocent people can die because of the law imposed to them. Right. So, so sometimes, because it is the government that gives the um, execution command, and government can make mistakes. So if the government makes the mistake, then, then the innocent got killed. So is it better that we don't have capital punishment in case the government make the wrong decision? So that's the question, right? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. Of course, we should have capital punishment. Okay. That's the idea, but because of its government, mm -hmm. they are not perfect, they can make mistakes. Right? Yes. And then the question is? Um, in the sense that we cannot rely on the justice of government as a superior right. coming from God, mm -hmm. they can make mistakes. Okay. Yes, yeah, so they can make mistakes. They can make mistakes, that is true. Uh, but I'm just trying to answer that we cannot say that capital punishment is wicked. That's the main thing I want to answer. Can they make mistakes? Yes. Should they be held accountable when they don't do a proper job? Yes. That's why in the same place it says, make sure you don't do evil. 
If anyone said, whoa, capital punishment is good, let's, as a government, let's use this to get rid of our enemies. Then they do evil, eventually God will hold them accountable. That's all we can know. Eventually God will hold them accountable. That is what is going to happen. But still, we know capital punishment is sanctioned by God. It is for protection of others. Okay, Not just kill all the time. Huh? Not, uh, uh, I think you stole the chicken. Right? Let's make sure you kill him because other chickens get stolen and eaten. Then you execute anything. It's, it's according to premeditated murder. Yes. So it means it's only applicable for people who committed the crime of murder, is it? Because there are also some countries that they also give a capital punishment to like, um, people who do drug trafficking. So is that involved? Yes. Drug, drug trafficking kills many lives. So some government view drugs, bringing drugs is equivalent to killing people. Many people die because of it. Right? Okay? Alright, so some of these things. Now, do we have a perfect answer for all? No. But all I'm saying is, capital punishment for the right application is not evil. We cannot just simply think it's always evil to take, to take a life. No, it is not. Okay? So, for soldiers that... So, God says He put in governments. God says it is not wrong to be a soldier. But be a righteous soldier. Okay? That's why if you want to join the army, be very careful. You know you will face more difficult decisions than being a nurse. Or, or maybe nurse. Maybe. Being an engineer that every day operates the lift. It's different. So, if you choose to be in the military, be know, know that... If the government say, you, go kill, go, we want to attack this country because we want to grow our nation. Go and attack the country. What must you do? You cannot, you know. So you think carefully. You must be ready to be court-martialed. Go kill that, 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 that terrorist is in the jail. I don't like him. That terrorist killed my son. Just go there and kill him now. You cannot, you know. You cannot. So, all of a sudden, there are many questions that you have to be aware of. So, the point is this, young people, when you choose a job, think carefully. Some jobs are more difficult for you to be a Christian than others. But I'm not saying, don't be a soldier. Because God also needs His testimonies in the army, correct? God also needs His people in the army to preach the gospel, correct? So, God is not against being in these areas, but be aware. Be aware. Okay? Understand? Okay, no more questions. So God does execute judgment through, through countries for protection. Now, number two. Okay, so Enoch. Where are you? Enoch. Okay, Enoch asked this question. Enoch asked in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Let's turn to Acts chapter 1 verse 8. If you have any clarification question about war and killing, please clarify with me. Eh? Now after that, say all sorts of things that I said. Clarify with me. I can't cover everything that is on your mind. Now, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, shall we read together? 1, 2, reading. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in, Ju and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Now, so this morning we studied the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, correct? When the Lord says, when He blow on them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. What event is He talking about? He's talking about a future event. First He said, I, I will send you. Right? When He said, I will send you, He's referring to this. There will come a point where He will send them out to the uttermost part. So even when He's blow on them, He's talking about a future event. That is going to be in chapter 2, okay? So it's about this event. <laughs> I don't look very... Now, so now the second part. So Enoch's question is this. Enoch asks, Why does Christ command the disciples to go in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria since they were supposed to go anyway to the uttermost part of the earth? Do you understand Enoch's question? Uh. Hey, so ideology, uh, 
even the ideology. Can, you, can we have an ideology of be one the world? God says, go ye into the world and preach the gospel, right? Make disciples, uh, turn them into Christians, correct? Okay? Can that be our ideology? Okay, so what we will do now, let's go to other countries and capture the people, put a gun and a sword to them and say, you must become a Christian or I'll kill you. Doesn't be Christian, but good but ideology, right? Did God ask us to conquer physically? No. Christ said, my kingdom is not of this world. Not now. Okay? Christ will come and conquer. Okay? So don't... don't. So is the Christian crusade correct or wrong? Anyone study Christian crusade? Jennifer, did you study the Christian crusade? Jennifer? You did. So do you think the Christ... What was the Christian crusade about? So they wanted to recapture lands and all that. They wanted to fight and turn people into Christians. Okay? Do you remember there was a children's crusade? Children's crusade. So one child said, I have a dream, I have vision. Jesus says to go and conquer. Alright? So this little child started to lead all many whole group of children. Oh yeah. Grace remember. Ah yeah. Say again? I know a great faith. What 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 did they do? They led children. They led children and they go to war. What happened to the children? You can't remember. You don't want to remember. Whole bunch of them got sold off as slaves. Oh, these children come. All the slave traders that were bringing them to the country on their ship. Wow, this is great. Let's sell them off. And a whole bunch of them died also. Alright? So God does not want crusades. It is up to God. Right? We don't go conquer nations. So they ran and they were marching. What song did they sing? Anyone remember? They sang, Fairest Lord Jesus. So imagine a whole group of children. Fairest Lord Jesus. And then walking, going to war. Very sad. All right? Because people do not know God's word and they do all sorts of rubbish. In the name of God. So no such thing as Christian crusades. Alright? It is wrong. It happened, but it is wrong. So now, back to Enoch's question. Enoch said that if, if they were supposed to go to Jerusalem, and then to Samaria, and then to where? Um, Jerusalem, Judea, and then Samaria, and then Samaria... And then to other parts, to extreme parts of the earth. Okay? To extreme parts of the earth. This is Israel. To extreme parts of the earth. So Enoch, your question is, if, if you're supposed to go to extreme parts already, means anyway they should go to these parts. So why don't you say, go everywhere? Okay, Christians, go everywhere. Is it? Enoch's question is, why must name this one, this one? Just say, go everywhere. Is that your question? Is it? Okay, so, who you want to ask to answer? Brenda, answer. What? So your mom says, Brenda, go to, go far away and make sure you go far away, spread all these things far away. But at the same time, she said, go to your neighbor's house, then go to, go to Mount Pleasant, then after that, go far away also. Why don't you go everywhere, then cover everything? I thought it had something to do with, because uh, Samaria and Judea, she She thinks it's something to do with um, Jerusalem people, don't quite like the Samaritans, um, so they don't quite like each other. You think it has something to do with that? Yeah. So what has it to do with that? Because they were with the gospel. Yes. Alright, so Enoch, Enoch, the Jews, they don't like the Samaritans. Alright? They don't like the Samaritans because they think they are what? No, why did they not like the Samaritans? They, they thought they were? They were, unclean. they were unclean. Why were they unclean? Nancy, do you know why they were unclean? 
Why do the Jews think they're unclean? Can't remember. To the Jews, the Samaritans are a mixed breed of Jews. They were mixed breed. So to them, they look down on them and they think they're unclean. Okay, mixed breed with the Gentiles. So they don't like them. Okay, Enoch, would you go and preach the gospel to someone you don't like? Okay, children are very, un- very, very, very honest. No. <laughs> Alright, Enoch, so that is the reason. Enoch, God wants Christians to go all over the world to spread the gospel. Right? But God knows that in the heart of the Jews at that time, Enoch, they don't like the Samaritans. So God has to purposely say, make sure you go to the Samaritans also. Alright? Brenda, go and buy vegetables from, from Garden City. On the way, go and wash the car in Mount Pleasant. Because the mom does, knows that Brenda doesn't like to bring the car for car wash. So the mom will specifically say, on your way there, I want you to also to do this. Understand, Enoch? God knows that they don't like the Samaritans, but God says, you also must go to the Samaritans, your neighbor. Why Jerusalem? Why Jerusalem, Justin? Why Jerusalem? That was where Christ is crucified. That was where Christ is crucified. Is that all? <laughs> okay, because the Jerusalem people crucified Christ. I don't like you, so I don't, I don't evangelize. Uh, could be, could be, yeah, I don't like the. Or it could be they're fearful. Hey, in Jerusalem, that's where Christ got crucified, right? If I preach the gospel here, I might get crucified. Maybe we go somewhere further away. It could be that. But also, now, do you, who, do you preach the gospel to your family members? Whose family members are not saved at this point? You think about yourself. Alright? Now, sometimes, some Christians, we can be like that. Church evangelism, yes, I go for church evangelism. Go all the way to city, Anzac Day, go by the river, under the hot sun, I go evangelize. Huh? When you're at home, don't even share the gospel to your brother, your sister, your parents who are not saved. Do you think there are Christians like that? There are Christians that are like that. Okay, where they don't care about their own family. And could be other reasons, so many reasons. But God says, remember, start from your home. Start from your home. You're not interested in your home, very unlikely. Your evangelism to other people is true. It's probably fake. Because all my brothers and sisters in church go, so I'll go. Because it's fun. It's fun. For whatever reason. A person who genuinely has a true heart for souls starts at home. Goes to people that he don't like as well. Okay? Now, some of these Samaritans and all that, they see them as a lower culture, a lower race of people. They look down on them. Do you look down on people? Do you look down on people? Veronica, do you look down on people? You're very tall, so I guess you do. (laughs) All the tall people. Look down means you say, ah, these people, they are a lower race than others. They are poor. They are culturally backward. They are whatever. So when God addressed this, Enoch, God is saying, you must not have any prejudice. You know what's prejudice? Prejudice means, I don't like you because of your race, your culture, and whatever. You're not from this school. That kind of thing, alright, Enoch? So we must be interested to preach the gospel to anybody. That's why I always say, when people come to church, I can tell who are the real and who are the false evangelizers. Can you? Real evangelizers will go for every single outreach. But when people walk in to church, they don't even talk to them. Do you think that is Jerusalem, Samaria and other parts of the world? Not. Hey, do you understand what I'm saying or not? So we must examine our own hearts. Examine our own hearts. If we are not interested in Jerusalem, God says, you when you go far away, is false. It's false. So your own church first. Your own church. Okay, so please talk to newcomers. Please talk to newcomers. Today, there was a visitor, there's, there's a person who is not so regular. I see her standing alone. I have to go around asking people, can you please talk to her? Can you please talk to her? We just bundle out among ourselves. Is this Jerusalem, 
Samaria and Judea, Samaria and other parts of the earth? No, correct? It's not. I'm scolding you. <laughs> so all of a sudden, very serious. Do you understand what I'm saying or not? It must be sincere. It must be sincere. Don't gang... God knows that they will gang up among themselves and be very happy as disciples there. That's it. God knows that. God knows our hearts in church the same. We will just gang up in our Jerusalem. In fact, sometimes we feel we do not want outsider to come in because it interferes with our dynamics of our friendship group. Right? Sometimes it's like that. So I'm speaking very frankly. I do not want BPCWA to be like that. Reach out. Any race, any color, any school, any background, there must be a genuine interest. Enoch, understand? No prejudice, okay? Do you only want to play your friends or when new boys and girls come, would you play with them? You should. You should invite them. You should invite them to be part of the group. Caleb, alright? <laughs> okay. Go back and watch the video again, everyone. Alright, so let this sing into our heart. So thank you, Caleb. Enoch, uh, uh, for, for the question. Any questions about this? No, alright? So let's, let's make sure we to church, neighborhood, street evangelism. All day. It goes like that. Okay? Now, next. So please make these people feel welcome. There are many who come. That's why I always say all day, the very critical period is that few weeks, the first few weeks when they come. God knows. The first few weeks, they come, we don't really care about them. Once they go to other church, they see other people are more concerned about them, they stay there. Then we miss the opportunity to help them to learn God's word here, right? Okay. Now, next. 1.30. Uh, what time are we supposed to end? 1.45. 1.45. We'll end a bit earlier so that we don't have to rush downstairs. Um... Wait, I want to say one more thing. You know, in here, they often see the, the Samaritans as people who are prostitutes. Huh? Um, um, poor. Um, they are all sorts of bad characters. Bad characters. Should we evangelize these people when you go for street evangelism? Do you have these eyes? That's, do you have this eye okay, that see people as Samaritans? Do you? Hmm? Do you have? I think many of us have. They are people with tattoos. They are people with long dirty hair. They are people that sleep on the street. Hmm. I think I won't evangelize to those. Do we have that idea? This is how the Jews feel. These people are filthy. These people are low class. These people are prostitutes. Lots of them, they are prostitutes. Why waste our time there? Let's just go to the uttermost parts of the earth straight away. Let's bypass them. Same, when we go street to street, don't just say, uh, let's go to the nice part and then, ah, oh, see all these people in suit, drinking Starbucks. Is it Starbucks here? No. What, what is it called? Dome, uh, sitting at Dome, uh, these are the ones we reach. Those sit on the corner and, and dirty and all that, these are the Samaritans. Right? This is what, you know, do you understand? This is what God is addressing. We should not be like that. Okay, we should reach out. But of course, I'm not asking you to, to, to not be cautious, alright? If there's a big group that looks a bit dangerous, don't be a single girl and go in. Alright? And, and do all those things. So be wise, us, the brothers can, can go and all that, and be wise when you're doing it. But we should not have the preconceived idea they are not worth talking to. The Jews had that, the Samaritans not worth talking to. Okay? Understand that? Cornelius, do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Now actually a few times, we talk to these people. Actually they are friendlier than other people. They were surprisingly very friendly, very receptive. We categorize them. Of course, there are some that are nasty. Right? They even try to take your things. Those you avoid. Right? Pray for them. Give them the track. So you exercise wisdom. But we should not categorically write them off. Okay? Would you reach prostitutes? 
Now, last time our church, the very first church I attended, is in the, in the middle of a red light district. So we have prostitute outreach where we go down to reach them also. There can be elect in the, among the prostitutes. Can there be? There can be too. Right? So we should not. So Enoch, you understand? God says, don't just go all, go all these nice, nice places. Enoch, you like to go far away? No. Okay. Alright, so he say, your home, our church, your neighborhood. Do you evangelize to your neighborhood? Do you give tracts to your, club, your neighbors, your next door neighbors? Invite their children for, for HBP? Give them the tract? Give them flyers during Easter and all that? That is what our Christian life should be. If you only go for street evangelism and your neighbors don't even know you're a Christian, then, then Enoch's question must resound in your mind. I'm just here. This whole part, I bypass. Okay? Some went to, went to my neighbor and gave HBP to my neighbor, holiday Bible program. My neighbor said, oh, my neighbor is a priest. <laughs> he thinks I'm a priest. <laughs> right? My neighbor's a priest. Uh, so, so please, your neighborhood as well, your relatives, and then talk about others. All right. So that's genuine. That's very genuine. That's very genuine. Okay. Last one. Question number two. Elim, you understand? Veronica, Grace, you understand? Okay. Grace, are there people that you don't like to share the gospel to? Maybe. So now you must share to all. All right. Good. Okay, last one, then we are done. Now, someone asked about a joke that goes like this. Okay, so a joke. The Lord said to John, Come forth, and ye, and ye shall receive eternal life. Come forth, and ye shall receive eternal life. But John came fifth and received a toaster. You get a joke? God said, come forth and you receive eternal life. So, uh, someone joke. John, office dinner and dance, right? Office dinner. And then there's a person called John. Now, he won fifth prize. He came in fifth, not fourth. And the fifth prize was a toaster. Toaster oven. Right? So, someone asked, now, is, is this kind of joke sinful? What commandment does it break? So, is this kind of joke sinful? What do you think? Cornelius, what do you think? Is it sinful? Cornelius, you look very tired. Are you alright? Is it sinful? Okay, too tired. Hazel, is it sinful? What do you think? Is it sinful to make jokes like that? Which commandment does it break? Hazel, yes. Huh? Not sure. Not sure. CP? Not sure about the joke or not sure whether it's wrong? You understand the joke? Okay, understand the joke. Not sure whether it's wrong. Is it right or wrong? What do you think? It breaks the third commandment. Okay? Emily say it breaks the third commandment. What's the third commandment, Isaac? What's the third commandment, Phoebe? Do not take God's name in vain. Remember now, Isaac? Third commandment, do not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Why do you say third commandment? His name of God. His name of God. Did God's, was God's name mentioned there? Yes, how? When Jesus say, come forth, alright? So when, when God say, come forth, right? You take the name of God in vain. Now, taking the name of God in vain is just, is just, is it just making fun of the name God or Jesus or Christ? Is it just these exact words, then you take the name of God in vain? No, alright? It is, the name of God means His character, who He is, what He says. Now, Faith, do you like me to make fun of what you say? Faith, do you like me to make fun of what you say? Well, depends if like, I don't mind or if I don't mind. Okay, whether I mind or don't mind. 
But by and large, we don't like people to make fun of what we say, correct? So, making fun of what God says actually attacks His name. Alright, so you're right, it attacks His name. There are some games that have this kind of thing, board games, card games, and then they open and say, oh, then they read something, that kind of thing. If you have that kind of games, don't play it because it makes fun of God. Correct? Sing Jin, why are you smiling so much? Sing Jen, why are you smiling so much? Is there something on your mind? Something happened before. You forgot. Okay, I was hoping someone can give example. That's why I'm calling you because I don't have many examples. Have you played any games like that? Not really. Anyone have? You have a uh, CP. Oh, okay, you're just nodding. Okay, so this kind of things, making fun is not nice. It's not nice. Making fun of what God says. Okay, you know what God means when He says, "Come forth and receive eternal life." You know what it means. Okay, so not very nice. No, actually, wrong. <laughs> not, not, not very nice, wrong. But I want you to just turn to Psalm 138, verse 2. And then we close. Psalm 138, verse 2. Psalm 138, verse 2. So, so when I teach you, I should be more careful also. Psalm 138, um, verse 2. Okay. 1, 2, reading. I will worship toward thy holy temple, and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. What does God... Okay, Isaac, what's the third commandment, Isaac? Revision. Thou shalt not take the name of thy Lord, thy God in vain, correct? Now, so God put a commandment not to make fun of His name, correct? Now, from this verse, Benedict, what does God put even above His name? God says, on top of my name, above that, I, my word, I put it even above my name. So do you think we should make fun of God's word? Definitely not. Okay, definitely not. God exalts His name. Now, by the way, why, um, Shane, why does God exalt His name above, uh, His word above His name? Why do you think so? Because His word points to His name. Right? The only way you know God is through His Word. That is the point. That is why God's Word is always attacked. Understand that? Okay? So, alright, so wait, who asked this question? Ah, okay. So the family answered. Answer the question? Alright? So we should be very careful. Not good. So, young children, if all these jokes about God's Word, making fun of God's Word and all that, should you participate in it? No, because it's making fun of God's name. Okay? Alright? Okay, let us pray.